0: What's going on to all my beautiful listeners on my podcast? Um, I just wanted to make a few announcements. Well, my La Passionate account is really, 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 really heavily shadow banned. Um, it's removing followers. Um, so you know, it's I feel like that account is haunted. <laughs> Like I really do feel like that account is haunted at this point. Like it's doing its own thing, <laughs> it's running on its own. And ironically, you know, for some weird reason, it's getting a, lot, it's still getting a lot of followers. But you know, um, I don't know what's going on with my passionate account. So I am going to be more active on my secondary account. Um, if you want to know which account is that, is always on my bio. So if you go, if you go on La Passionate and you go on, on the bio, you'll see the account right there. Or my recent post. I made a huge announcement about it yesterday, okay? Um, you know, ever since fucking Facebook bought Instagram, everything just got super weird. Everything, man, everything, you know? But um. anyways, besides all of that, okay? Make sure you subscribe, you review, and you download your favorite episodes, all right? That's how you support me. And that's all I ask from all of you guys, all right? That's how you guys support me, and that's how you guys make this podcast grow, okay? You know, I'm here for you guys, all right? Um, A lot of people were asking me to make a podcast for a very long time. Um, I'm a very quiet person, you know? With Mercury in the 12th house um, It takes me a while To even like make You know collect my thoughts And be ready To throw another podcast But I think tonight is the night So don't mind me Sometimes I podcast every week Sometimes I podcast every day (laughs) On a row But there's times that You know I don't want to podcast for a couple of months You understand me and, you know, those are just moments that I have to go through. Okay, so just bear with me. You know, I know some of you guys really, really, really love this podcast. And you really, really, really are looking forward to my episodes and stuff like that. But there's there are times where my my mind and my thoughts are not organized. With fucking Mercury in the 12th and Saturn in the 3rd house. <laughs> you could only imagine. Alright, so... And that's that and i'm going through a lot right now i'm going to school and i'm finishing school right now so there's a lot going on in my life behind the scenes good things good things you know things that i should have had done a long time ago but you know it happens to everybody right so let's get to it let's get to it during this episode i will like to talk about fire signs you know Let's talk about the fire signs. The reason why I want to dedicate this podcast to the fire signs itself is because they've been my huge supporters, especially on my La Passionate account. You know, they're, they're they're big, man, was supporting me. You know, even when I was doing NATO charts, they were the first one throwing themselves at me. They didn't even care about price. You know, they were tipping me everything, man. So, shout out to the fire signs, man. You guys are huge supporters, especially when it comes to, to my, um anything that I, I decide to advertise. You guys are just right there, man. Water signs, too. It's a tie between water and fire. Is <laughs> a tie of who supports me the most between wire and fire, okay? And, and what's interesting is I'm a Leo rising, Cancer sun in the 11th, you know, Sagittarius moon in the 4th. So I guess, you know, maybe it's those energies that lures them in so much. I do not know, but it's a tie with who supports supports me the most between the fire and the water signs, all right? Air and earth, eh. earth is the least. Earth is the least, okay? So I'm just, I'ma I'm just be straight up blunt right now, okay? I'ma just be straight up, all right? Earth sign is gonna be the last podcast I will, um... Upload when it comes to talking about the elements and the signs now before I get into the fire signs I do want to say that do realize that, you know, you're more than your Sun sign Okay Um, There's so many different energies ruling over you even though the two main Planets that are ruling over you on the 3d matrix is the Sun and the moon okay, but You know, there are other other planets and there are other aspects that are ruling over you. And not not only that, but also the dominant chart, because I just feel like a lot of people are sleeping on the dominant chart. Okay, now there's a lot of different websites claiming they offer good dominant chart calculation. The only one I will recommend is the Walter Poland simple format chart. All right. You got to go on astro.com to find that one. All right. I cannot walk you through how to attain that chart. You're just going to have to do your research. You know, start off by saying on Google, put, um, okay, basically put, how can I get my Walter Poland simple format dominant chart? Put that on Google. And it should direct you, it, it should direct you, direct you, ah, don't mind me sometimes my word come out um but um it should direct you straight to the calculation okay that's my favorite one I feel that's the most accurate one I've been using that dominant chart since 2005 so you know if I'm telling you that is the most accurate is because it is From my experience, you know, from me dealing with these external entities and paying attention to my energies, the water pulling has definitely been the most accurate one, all right? It takes some time to understand it, you know, you're not going to understand all this stuff overnight, take your time, because astrology is infinite, there's no beginning or ending when it comes to astrology, I want to clarify that, all right? astrology is very abstract you're dealing with the universe here so there's no beginning and ending you know you just begin at a certain peaking point and you just stop at a certain peaking point but there's really no beginning or ending there's no completion and there's no um you know there's no finish line when it comes to understanding everything that there needs to be known about astrology all right you got your aspects, you got so many different things going on, all right, and not to mention, the information we know about astrology is still limited, because, you know, this is ancient knowledge, this is stuff that existed back, back, back in the days, when the pyramids existed, you know, that's why you see all the symbols everywhere, you know what I'm saying, if you, if you go to the, if you go to the pyramids in Egypt, and, and and also different ancient pyramids and Walls and whatnot around the world. You will notice that they have the symbols everywhere. So this is something that has existed You know Before we before our awareness, you know So the pieces of information that we're able to attain when it comes to astrology is very small It's very frag You know, it's just a small fragment So there's nobody out there that knows everything about astrology. All right um And that's why it's an interesting subject, and it would always remain a mystery, you know, because every day you will always discover something, okay? And you discover more, you discover more, you know, when you start experiencing life, and you start going through different experiences, and you start paying attention to your placements, and you, you know, and you start dealing with other people, because we live in a hologram, you know? And that's how you learn more about astrology, through time and experiences and introspecting, okay? And and every experience is also gonna develop a different perspective. So your perspective on a certain energetic alignment may be different from another person's perspective, right? Because we're all individuals. We all have different natal charts. We all have different dominant charts. So we all want certain energies, you know? And we're very, you know, and energies are very particular you know energy doesn't die it just transforms so energy is older than you and me all right so it's very particular with what it wants you know it's a different language on its own so let's get to it so let's start with the earth sign i'm sorry the fire signs and don't mind me i'm having some weed (laughs) and uh hopefully this helps me uh elevate a little bit more when it comes to my thinking process but um let's get to it now fire fire is the youngest element i explained this numerous times okay but fire is what actually makes you feel alive without that heat none of us would exist you understand what i'm saying without that heat none of us will exist all right when there is fire excuse me sorry guys don't mind the background noise i live in Manhattan. i live in a very very noisy city all right so you may hear some crazy noises in the background okay but i was waiting for that stupid car to pass so you guys wouldn't hear it but anyways when there is fire there is life all right Nothing wouldn't exist without the, without the alchemy of fire, without the alchemy of light. Okay. And this is why when you deal with fire signs, they're full of energy, right? Oh my God. (laughs) They're full of energy. They're like an energetic ball, you know, everywhere, you know, and, um, you know, they're very restless beings and they're full of energy and, and, you know, they see life as a big Playground and they just want to explore and they want to go on adventures and they want to experience life at its full potential This is why when you deal with the fire element They will tell you straight, you know, usually in most cases most fire signs, you know, um They get bored easily, right? They get bored easily They can't stay still Um, They can't just relax and and take it easy, you know They get bored easily. They need a lot of external stimulation, right? Um, And all of that is going to express itself differently through the three different energies when it comes to the fire element, right? You know, when it comes to Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius, okay? And also, like I mentioned, do realize that your whole natal chart and dominant chart plays a huge difference when it comes to the expression of these energies, You see what I'm saying? You know, so I just wanted to clarify that. I'm just speaking specifically based on the fire element and the fire energies, okay? So, you know, the fire signs, um, like I mentioned in my previous podcast when I was talking about the genders in astrology, um how can i put it you know it's it's the the youngest element so you're gonna deal when you deal with the fire element or somebody that's heavily influenced by fire you're gonna notice that they're very outspoken they're very straightforward and they're very impulsive they're very impulsive everything is very quick with that energy because it's is masculine energy It's masculine energy so it's very quick it's very quick to think well, actually, the fire element doesn't even think. They speak first and then think next, you know. So they're quick to react because here you have a feeling type of element that's dealing with the masculine energy, all right? So fire signs or the fire element taps into their feelings. They don't tap into their thinking. The thinkers is the air and the earth elements, okay? The feelers is the fire and the water element now the fire element is not a deep feeler like the water element but they they do feel they do feel and this is why they tend to be very temperamental <laughs> you know and and it'll be wise to to carry a litter a, a little uh temperature scale you know to to know what temperature they are because <laughs> they're very temperamental they're very temperamental um if you are around somebody that's a fire sign or they're dominated by it touch their skin you'll notice that they're warmer than other people pay attention to that pattern they tend to have a higher temperature than other people you know because they're full of heat they're full of fire okay and some people like that and you know some people don't and and that's okay that's totally okay because you know like i said energy is very ancient and it's very particular with what it wants you know um So let's start off off with Aries. Now, Aries is not just the youngest out of the fire signs, but is also the youngest when it comes to the 12 energies. That's why when you Google their archetypes, they always label them as the child of the Zodiac or the toddler of the Zodiac. And, you know, Aries, don't feel offended by that. It just means that, you know, internally you have a childlike nature and and that's very healthy to have very very healthy because that will make you an amazing parent actually you need that inner child active to be an amazing parent you see what i'm saying so don't think of it as something negative all right but there are negative things that comes with that okay So when you deal, you know, Aries can have issues with throwing tantrums, being very explosive, um, and just reacting if they don't get things, you know, if they don't get what they want, right? They can be very selfish, right? Because their opposite sign, Libra, is more selfless, you know, they're more compassionate, you know, Libra Libra likes the idea of reciprocation, all right? And the reason I'm mentioning Libra is because it's actually very important to understand Libra because Libra is your shadow self, even if you don't feel it, even if you don't see it, it's still a part of your shadow self, all right? And the more aware you are of this, the more you can evolve as an Aries, okay? And the same thing goes for Libras too, all right? Their shadow self is Aries, okay? Whether they are aware of it or not, so um, you know when it comes to Aries, they can be extremely selfish, highly, highly independent people, and and it's good to be independent, right? It, it's good to have a life of your own and and to build your own life up and and to have your own things by working hard and and getting shit done, <laughs> right? That's Aries getting shit done. That's it. You know, they tend to be leaders. You know, um, they they are actually leaders because they're a cardinal mode, by the way, okay? And there's also age brackets when it comes to the modalities, okay? There's age brackets when it comes to the cardinal, fix, and mutable. Cardinal is the beginning, fix is neutral, mutable is the ending. You see what I'm saying? This is why when, when you look at the 12 zodiac, the 12 energies, Pisces is the last sign and what do right what do Pisces represent? They represent the feet. You know, they also have a big weakness for feet. But anyways, we're not, let's not talk about that energy right now. Um let's stick with the Aries, okay? Um Aries is a very fast-paced energy, right? Cuz here we got masculine and then fire. So fire is like that that spark, you know you know when you're lighting a match you see that spark that's how I look at Aries Aries is the spark of the fire okay that's what Aries is you know that spark when you're turning on a match that's Aries okay and and you know Aries has an issue with starting something and not finishing but most of the cardinal energies do you know but Aries (laughs) heavily have an issue with that all right with starting something, but not following through and not finishing, you know, um, because they're very impatient. They're very impatient. And you know, one thing that the Aries energy needs to master is patience. They do need to master patience on the 3d. And they need to master how not to be so pro independent, because this causes issues when it comes to their relationships with others or especially in a romantic partner that's why their shadow self is libra you know what i'm saying they libra has libra is equipped with the knowledge of relationships and marriages because of venus you know but not full blown more like idealistically because here we we're talking about air all right air is always stuck in the head never forget that you know um but Libras have a good idea of, you know, what it takes to have a healthy relationship and, you know, um, to relate with their partner. You know, they have that idea in their head. Okay. Um, So when it comes to Aries, you know, um, they have amazing qualities, actually. They, you know, they're, they're very protective okay very very protective of their loved ones and those around them you know um if they see somebody getting bullied if they see somebody getting their ass beat pfft, best believe it aries is right there defending you <laughs> you know they're fighters i mean they're ruled by mars and mars is the god of war you know so aries is is very big with with uh confronting it and, and and they're not afraid to confront anybody and put anybody in their place. Most Aries, also most Aries risings, um, even Aries moon, but most a- highly Aries energy, especially when it comes to comes to the rising, the sun and the moon. I don't know if you guys noticed this, but a lot of them tend to have a lot of, sc- you know, they tend to have a scar on their face. You know, they tend to have some kind of scar on their face because they represent, you know, <laughs> that God of war ready to fight. You feel me? Ready to fight. <laughs> When I think about the Aries energy, I think about the movie 300. I don't know if you guys seen that, but that's that's how I look at Aries. They're very competitive. And it is a good thing to compete, but it's also a good thing to realize that we're all individuals and, you know, you can't really compete with anything outside of you because we all have different mindsets. We are we are all perceiving reality differently. We're all individuals. You know, so competition can sometimes stem from low self-esteem. You know, you can't really compare yourself to anything outside of you. You You see what I'm saying? We're only duplicated because the matrix duplicated us. But we're not really duplicated internally. We all have different maps, you know, inner maps for different life purposes. All right. It's the same thing with your fingerprint. You know, your fingerprint will never, ever, ever be duplicated. You see what I'm saying? You have... The fingerprint that you have, you can never find that fingerprint again. Which is really interesting. You know, and that's why, um... You know, the police... The police enforcements and stuff like that. They like to take your fingerprint. But anyways, you know, um... Aries, you know, they definitely are the type to become a cop. Um get into the military, because like I said, they're very good with with confrontation, they're very good with protecting others, okay, um, Aries can have a bad temper, um, and they can also be very quick with their hands, the fire signs, or the fire element in general, can actually be very quick with their hands, and that's something that they need to learn how to work on, because that impulsiveness comes with its pros and cons, okay, um, you know and they're just full of life they're just they're just full of energy um they're actually powerful beings when it comes to going after the things they want they're not afraid to go after anything they want they want because they're not afraid of competition you know they're not afraid of competition you know what i'm saying so the competition thing can sometimes work for them or work against them you see what i'm saying um aries is just a go getter energy it's it's a hustler you know, and um, they're gonna get things with or without you. They're gonna get it done. You know, these are these are um, these are natural leaders. I could say natural, natural leaders. Okay, um, Aries is the type that you know they're not just leading, but they also work too. Like they they're the type to get their hands dirty, and they're the type to be in the motion, just like everybody else. You know um, And that's a good leading skill That's a good leading skill Um, You know And You know they tend to be very athletic Or like the idea of it You know whether they're athletic or not They like the idea of it They love sports You know Because they like that competitive stuff So they love sports Whether they partake into it or not They love sports And many Aries women can have difficulties on the 3D because here we got the most masculine freaking energy. Aries is the most masculine energy. You know, so Aries women have difficulties, you know, um kinda like finding themselves on the 3D, especially if they're more so heterosexual, because their energy is so masculine and aggressive. And you know, sometimes that can that can definitely intimidate, you know, the opposite sex right if they're insecure with themselves you see what i'm saying sometimes that can intimidate them and sometimes that can bring issues you know with the aries woman you know with finding uh somebody that understands their aggressive nature and their competitive nature you know um especially if they're the opposite sex okay um so aries woman heavily misunderstood on the 3d you know heavily misunderstood they could be highly highly feminine in their expression but they're still highly masculine and that's something that they have to accept in themselves and they usually do Aries one thing about Aries they have they 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 have a thing for self-acceptance you know so it's either you take it or you don't (laughs) that's the way Aries is either you take them or you don't okay for who they are or not, you know, but like I said, sometimes this can cause issues between them relating with other people, um, you know, it's, it's difficult for Aries to emit proper empathy, all right, um, the proper way, okay, because when, when, when empathy is involved, you need to be soft, and Aries can have difficulties with that, with being more passive, more calming, you know what I'm saying with going with the flow and things in that nature. That's not Aries doesn't have the patience for any of that. That's why they must master patience. Once they master patience, you know they're gonna discover a whole side of themselves they never they never thought they ever had. You know they ever thought they never thought they ever had. You know Aries can have issues with, uh, you know, um, allowing the you know allowing the other to just have the last word and things in that nature um you know but these are the protectors that's what they are they're the protectors they're there to protect you you know if you if you need if you're not good with confrontations if you find it uncomfortable aries is there to protect you in time in those times okay um what else i have to say about aries You know, um, they can be highly temperamental. They can definitely have issues with, you know, relationships. You see what I'm saying? That's not their fault, (laughs) you know. um, But that doesn't mean that they don't want it. You know, we're all human beings. You see what I'm saying? We're all human beings and we all, well, I'm not going to say everybody, you know, because there are people out there that, are asexual you know so it does exist but for the most part most people you know they want that human touch and that human connection okay and sometimes that aggressive um highly ultra independence that comes with the Aries energy can cause issues between them and their partners especially Aries women okay now the Aries moon um, is, let me tell you something, the Aries moon is far worse than the Aries sun. You know, because the moon is a, you also have to understand that all these energies are going to express itself differently through the different celestial bodies. So you can't compare an Aries moon with an Aries sun. You can't compare a Cancer moon with a Cancer sun, okay? They're not different. They're expressing themselves differently. You see what I'm saying? Because there's they're expressing themselves through different celestial bodies. Alright. So, you know, there'll be more issues with the Aries moon, in my opinion. I personally feel the Aries moon should definitely be considered uh detrimental or fall. Because Mars holds uh um might call it um Mars holds Capricorn at a, no, 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 forget that thought, forget that thought. (laughs) I forgot, I lost trace of track with that. If it comes later, I'll say it, but forget that thought. But you know, um, speaking about Aries, I feel like the Aries energy should definitely be detrimental for when it comes to the, the moon energy. Because these individuals are too too impulsive when it comes to their emotions, and you know their emotional reaction tends to uh, cause walls and 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 um and uh and disconnections and not connections. You know because Aries real the Aries energy really really wants connection. Remember, here we have a child, the toddler, so it it needs. Some kind of nurturing, some kind of nourishment, some kind of attention, you know. But uh, they can have difficulties with expressing it because the energy is meant to be independent, you know. But like I said, you know, for the most part, most human beings want a human connection, right, human touch. So, you know, sometimes that can cause issue between them. their relationships and whatnot but when it comes to the big bad world and it comes to wars and stuff like that (laughs) that's their fort you know sports and all of that you know that's their fort okay and that's that now let's talk about leos now leo is the middle child right the golden child the middle child leo is in the middle between the youngest fire sign And the oldest fire sign, right? Um, Leo is fixed, by the way. And um, Leo is the flame itself. You know, when you light a match and you see that flame lighting up, that's Leo. Leo's not the spark. Leo is the entire flame. (laughs) Okay. Um, Now, Leo's is the light of the day okay let's not confuse it with the light of the darkness leo is the light of the light all right um so here we have the birth of the ego okay here we have the birth of the ego um all right um this is why um you know most leos when you deal with them you know they have a very magnetic presence aries too by the way i forgot to mention that part because mars is is a, is such a intense aggressive planet that everything aries does you feel it you know every step everything that you know, that's why they tend to be very loud people right everything that comes out of their mouth everything you feel it it's a very mars makes them very intense okay from a through a fire nature i forgot to mention that and sometimes that can cause intimidation on the 3d when people don't understand that intensity that's coming that's expressed out of their fire expression through the ego okay especially the woman but going back to leo all right um leos can also be very very magnetic And they can also sometimes cause a sense of intimidations in the presence of others. Um, Leo can definitely cause a lot of haters, okay? But at the same time, Leo can also project a lot, all right? And think they have a lot of haters and, you know, it's really in their head. You see what I'm saying? There's a whole psychological warfare with the ruling planet. Of the sun. Because the sun is a projector. It's not a reflector. Okay. The moon is a reflector. That's why when you look at the moon. It's reflecting light. The sun is projecting light. You see what I'm saying? So the sun is only know how to project. So Leo's can actually have an issue with projecting. But if they're consciously aware of that project, projection. You see what I'm saying? They, they realize that this entire 3D realm. Is an audience. It's a hologram, and they they're gonna project the right things to get the right stuff in their lives. And you know, those are usually evolved Leos. Um, you know, a very powerful Leo that basically recently passed away was um, Nipsey Hussle. I believe he was a Leo rising. He his whole chart was Leo. You know, and look how he was moving. You know, just get into his stuff and. You can, you can see it for yourself But um, you know um, Leos can definitely have issues With their shadow self The fire element period Because the fire element is not able To tap into the shadow self Alright The fire element remains In the conscious side of things The surface side of things Alright um, So Leos can definitely have issues With their shadow self You know, but they're very expressive people. You know, they live with expressing themselves, you know, because that's the ego. The ego needs to express. You see what I'm saying? So Leos are very expressive. They're very straightforward people when they want to be, Um, you know, and their whole life is a stage. Their whole life is a stage, basically. Um, they, they do very, very good with children, okay? Leos actually have huge hearts, huge fucking hearts. They just need to, you know, control their ego. Once they control that bitch, they, they are forced to be reckoned with. They're not a force to be reckoned with on the 3D, okay? Um, but it, when a Leo doesn't have their ego under control, and here we have the energy that's birthing the ego, Cause this is this is the birth of ego. The expression of Leo is ego. That's what it is. So that's why it's a lot harder for them to even be aware of that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but they are equipped and capable of tapping into their shadow self. That's why they're powerful beings. You know. Um, and um, you know there are there are a few that that uh, actually do the inner work. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, a lot of them don't know how to even, even acknowledge that or process that side of them. You see what I'm saying? Because here we're dealing with the conscious side of things. Um, What can I say about Leos? They're also very protective of others. They're very, very protective of others. Um, they definitely make amazing healers on the 3D when it comes to... The awareness of the ego. I feel like. Leo's can definitely bring a lot of knowledge. A lot a lot of knowledge. When it comes to the ego. You know and a lot of awareness. When it comes to the ego. Because that's Leo's fort. If it consumes them. Then. They can't really. Explain it. In a deeper perspective. Like Carl Jung. All right, um the writer Carl Jung or the psychologist Carl Jung, he's a Leo and he's obsessed with the shadow self. You know, that's he focused a lot of his books on that. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, um when when I think about Leos, you know, um like I said, they can definitely bring a lot of knowledge and a lot of awareness when it comes to the to the um might call it to the ego yeah to the ego basically that's their fort right there you know um but leo's is also a fixed mode so they're also very very stubborn and Aries too Aries can be very stubborn but not as bad as Leo okay Aries is just stubborn in the moment <laughs> but Leo's is stubborn overall you know they're very bossy people um and they need to feel the boss they need to feel like to, they need to be the center of attention in most cases and they need to feel like the boss and you know you just need to listen to them pay attention to them you know because that's what they are they're they're the they're expression of the sun but even the ones that don't even care about seeking attention They'll still hold a magnetic energy. I have Leo rising, you know, and it expresses itself, I guess, through me networking on on Instagram. But, you know, for the most part, that's it. You know, um, it expresses itself through that angle, you know. Um, but it's definitely a very magnetic energy because it, it attracts a lot. All right. I mean... You got to think about it this way. The the lights that we're able to see, they don't go far. They only go, They the light that we're able to see is only able to go to a certain length. After that length, it starts becoming darker and darker and darker. You see what I'm saying? You know, so when the Leo vibration is in the presence of people right and if they have a very very powerful light that's that's expressed out of their aura even if they're not expressive or talkative everybody's going to turn their head everybody's going to look that way everybody's going to say what is that you know what's that bright light that happens to me a lot as a leo rising like i can i could go in a in a room and everybody in that room is going to look at me if there's a meeting Let's say I'm at work and there's a meeting going on, a general meeting, and I'm all the way in the corner of the group. For some weird reason, the speaker is just gonna focus on me and look at me, you know. And that's the kind of magnetism that comes with the Leo energy, all right. And Leos should know what I'm talking about. And that's why they can also create a lot of haters because sometimes people don't understand. Why they're 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 so drawn to them, and that causes confusions. And you know, we tend to hate what we don't understand. And sometimes the Leo energy can also attract a lot of dramas because of that. You know, because Leo's ruled by the sun. The sun is the it is is the is basically the the celestial body that deals with the collective, the conscious side. You know, so the sun deals with the public. So you know. That energy will always attract All types of people And that's either good or bad You see what I'm saying That, that could be either good or bad Alright Now their shadow self is Aquarius Their shadow self is Aquarius And what's interesting is Is that Aquarians Can uh, It's like Aquarius Can be amongst a group of people But they feel like they're not there. Like They feel like nobody's even acknowledging them. That's why Aquarian energy, I believe, is detrimental or fall in the sun energy. It's not a good placement to have because, you know, the Aquarian is very paradoxical. You see what I'm saying? It doesn't want attention, but it does. Because their shadow self is Leo. So they can have difficulties with, with with the expression of the of the ego, you know, when it comes to that alignment with the sun under Aquarian, you know. But um, going back to Leo's, you know, it um the Leo energy can somewhat feel the same too. It 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 could feel like yeah, it attracts a lot. It's very magnetic, but they also internally feel empty and they feel like you know it's not filling the void and you know that usually stems from the validation that comes from the leo energy you see what i'm saying and they have to come to this through this deep epiphany you know that in order to fill that to fill that emptiness they have to tap into their shadow self they have difficulties tapping into that side of themselves okay um you know I highly recommend, if you're a Leo sun or you have a lot of Leo in your chart, you know, um, have a cancer friend because that's the moon right there. And it could help you understand yourself a little deeper. You know what I'm saying? You don't even have to be in a relationship with her. Just have a cancer friend. Just their presence itself would help you understand yourself very deeply. Whether that's through a platonic connection or not um and that's that leo's also very very protective highly highly protective very artistic people very very creative especially when it comes um to self-creativity leo's highly highly creative um and leo is just known to be you know a massive creator especially when it comes to self okay um Leo also taps into the to the romantic department, you know, cuz Leo like I said is very expressive. So it taps into that too. It taps into the romantic department too, you know. Leo um likes the idea of romance and and fantasizes about it a lot actually and and you know Leo just just definitely likes the idea of romance. <laughs> they definitely do. Um But overall, they're just it's a very expressive energy. Okay, and their gifts, their gift is awareness on the ego. Once there's awareness on the ego, all right, they could bring a shift within the collective. You see what I'm saying? They can bring a huge shift within the collective. Because the sun deals with the 10%, which is the conscious, and the other 90%, or I don't know if it's 5%. I don't know if the conscious is 5 or 10%, but that's Leo's, or the sun, all right? That's, that's it's, its, 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 uh, its real. But everything else, the subconscious and the unconscious, that deals more with the moon, all right, which is like about ninety five percent, or or uh, or ninety um, percent. So you know, once Leo has that awareness on the ego, it's a wrap on the three D. It's a wrap. They become very, very magnetic, very, very, very magnetic beings. Um, Leos are cool people. You know, they're cool people. You know, I personally never had any issues with them. Um. But, yeah, you know, that's the way um, I perceive Leo's when it comes to the fire element. You know what I'm saying? They just they they need to be more aware of the ego. And it's a wrap. Okay. they're also very reliable people and very, very loyal people. All right. But they're still a part of the fixed mode, you know, and the fixed mode has issues with letting things go. Especially when it's toxic or it's not healthy for them in their personal development or their mental psych or their emotional psych All right, and all the fixed signs is what leo um, Scorpio What's the other one Aquarian and Taurus right or in order Taurus Leo Scorpio and Aquarius those are the top fixed signs or energies so this energy can definitely make people it can make people or an individual that has this energy very high in them. It can make them have difficulties with letting something toxic go. It can have it can make them have difficulties with seeing things from different perspectives. Cause this is the fix mode. So the fix only knows how to keep things straight, linear. And 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 fix can make an individual perceive only black and white. It's it's not going to be, it's not going to allow them to see the gray area. You know, so sometimes, you know, especially Leos, you know, um, they tend to hold on to, to toxic things. They should, that they should have been let go like 15 years ago. You see what I'm saying? Like, they'll hold, they'll be in contact with some toxic person that they knew from, seventh grade and they're already like 40 years old and it's just like bro like why are you still holding on to that person and that's because the fixed mode does that the fixed mode makes this energy hate change you see what i'm saying it it, it, does, it has difficulties with embracing change you know especially when it comes to themselves and their inner psych you know so and and the only thing constant is change that's the only thing constant there's always a beginning and an ending when it comes to the 3D. You know, so you can't think that there's never going to be an ending to any kind of connection. You can't think like that because you're holding yourself back energetically, right? Because this is a hologram. Everybody's different, everybody um, um, is on a different state of consciousness. So through different state of consciousness, you're going to attract different types of people. So if you're holding on to this person, it's at, at this level of state of consciousness. And you even meet somebody that's at a higher state of consciousness. They're not going to last long around you. They're going to repel naturally. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, Leo energy, they they need to work on change. And, you know, they need to learn how to embrace the changes, okay, you know, you can't let your loyalty make you stupid, you can't, you can't, you can't let your loyalty make you stupid to what's really going on, you see what I'm saying, and that's that, I know the Leo energy fuels on drama, but, you know, you eventually um, overcome that, you know, you eventually overcome that, all right, and now let's talk about Sagittarius, Now, the Sagittarius energy is the last fire sign or the fire energy, and it's the oldest. Here we got mutable fire. Okay. Now, when I think about Sagittarius, they remind me a lot like Aquarians so heavily. All right. Um, Sagittarius is a very free spirit energy. You know, I have Sag Moon, but... I just have that placement, it's not like it's overpowering my chart, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a water dominant and a cancer dom, but I do have Sag moon, and it does express itself every once in a blue moon, but, you know, from my experience with other Sag mooners, is, is, it expresses itself, itself very Sagittarian with other people, because like I said, it depends on people's natal chart, but, for the most part, the Sagittarian energy is a student, you know, they see this life as a as um them being a student to life. All right. Remember their shadow self is Gemini. All right. Um, Sagittarians are very inquisitive people, they're full of energy too. You know, very bouncy, very energetic. Um, and they just feel like they're missing out all the time. They feel like they want to travel the world and they want to see the world, okay. Sagittarius is very big with freedom, all right, because here, the the planet that rules over them is Jupiter, Jupiter, you know, so the Sagittarius energy uh, can definitely um, um, need a lot of freedom, they need a lot of freedom, Jupiter's the biggest planet besides the sun, the second biggest planet besides the sun, so, you know, Sagittarius cannot feel caged in, it cannot feel you know, restricted, and this is why, like, I'm just speaking for the Sagittarian energy on its own, your chart and everything else could play a different factor, but this is an energy that cannot be in, in like a a one-on-one relationship or a marriage, because eventually they're going to feel like they're caged in, it's an energy that needs to explore, it's an energy that needs to see the world, you know, one of the archetypes is traveling, you know, they're philosophers. They want to travel and they want to learn, you know. They want to learn everything about the world, you know. So this can definitely bring difficulties with them in a marriage, like on a one-on-one marriage or a relationship. And this is why the Sagittarian energy is highly known for being unfaithful, right? I'll rank them as number one. You know, a lot of people think is air signs or Gemini, but it's really Sagittarian energy. They're ranked as number one because... The problem is they are they put themselves in situations where they, they don't belong. They don't belong there. You know, their inquisitive nature, their curious nature makes them very open-minded to everything. And sometimes this traps them in the wrong environment and in the wrong situations. Similar to Pisces, you know. I mean, Pluto, I'm sorry, Jupiter rules over Sagittarius and Pisces. You know, so Sagittarius energy just needs to feel free. I feel this energy needs to be in an open relationship and they need to accept that in themselves, right? Because everything about this energy, it embraces honesty. It embraces honesty and wisdom. So they just need to learn how to be honest with themselves so they don't they don't deceive the hearts of others outside of themselves. You see what I'm saying? Once you're honest with yourself, then that's it. You know, people either take it or don't, you know, and Sagittarians don't care if you take it or don't, because like I said, their main focus is freedom, you know. So, you know, whether you on the same boat with them or not, they don't care. They just they're going to go on. (laughs) They're going to go on. Remember, here you got half man, half horse. This is this is their symbol. Right. You know, so their lower self is animal instinct. You know, so you know th- this makes them very inquisitive. This makes them very curious about everything, okay. And they need to learn how to accept that within themselves. That's just the way the energy is set up. We're not all meant to be the same, okay. You know, so you know, accept that within yourself, and you're not you're not gonna cause so much heartaches, um. You know, and you're not you're not gonna be out here holding the reputation for being top cheaters you see what i'm saying like just accept that within yourself and embrace your freedom you know the right one will know how to understand your love language and deal with you the proper way you see what i'm saying um but for the most part this is a very philosophical and wise energy very very wise the top wisest energy is usually um Sagittarians, Pisces, Cancers too, because Jupiter holds um Cancer at, a, at an exalted point. You see what I'm saying? But, um, you know, and that's that. That's that. You know, um, Sagittarius is a very free spirit energy. Um, they're full of life, okay, and they're travelers. And it's either you keep up with them or you don't. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's like a fast racing card in in the highway. That's how I look at Sagittarians. And it's either you race them on that on that on that highway or you don't race them or you don't keep up. But they're just always on a fast lane. <laughs> Going on 100 miles per hour. You know, um But um, they tend to be very philosophical people and they want to understand everything. They want to understand the universe, but not a deeper understanding like the water element, but more on a, on a conscious level understanding. And, you know, they are also very, very intelligent people. You know, they just have to be aware of their ego and they need to stop being so self-righteous and thinking they know everything and, and they need to learn how to practice what they preach because the mutable mode has an issue with, with saying something but not following through you see what i'm saying that it it, it makes the mutable mode can definitely be hypocritical in the sense where they're always preaching about something but they're not even living that life you see what i'm saying so you know they just need to learn how to practice what they preach i got sag moon (laughs) you know i you know it's definitely brought a lot of um different um awareness when it comes to the expression of my emotional psyche you know, it's in the fourth house, which is the home, um, the rulership. But, you know, still, it still somewhat made me understand what that energy was is like, you know. But, you know, Sagittarius is just a free spirit energy. You can't cage them in. Okay, they also have a very, very bad temper. All the fire signs do. But, you know, um, they have a very bad temper. If you corner them, you better leave cuz you know that horse is going to kick you and is going to jump up and kick you in the face. Okay? Um Sagittarius is not really that the protective type like um Aries and Leo. Um they're more free spirit like I said, what you want to do you do. They don't care. Okay. You know, but at the same time they expect that freedom back. You know, but they're not usually the protective type like a Leo and and a Aries. All right, um, and um, yeah, you know that's you know this this podcast oof, it exceeded, have a heavier you know more than what I wanted it to. I wanted it to go to thirty minutes, <laughs> you know, but it's about to stop in like two minutes. So I'm about to wrap this podcast up, and um, you know that's my perspective on the fire element and the fire signs. Okay um soon i will tap into the air element all right soon i will tap into the air element when i do not know you know you know let that come naturally you feel me let it come naturally but thank you for tuning in into this podcast um hope you guys enjoyed it hope it was very informative and hope it can give you a better perspective on things and um yeah that's about it all right you guys have a good one take care